Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. This is episode number 162, and I'm joined by my wonderful, beautiful, talented co-host, the one and only Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Last week, I had a double dose of Shannon, because we did two shows. Okay. And it was our second show that we did on Thursday was amazing. Uh, we're still talking about it. Uh, it was very different than what we normally do. So it was, a, you know, I didn't know how it was going to be received. And it was received right. very well. Like every, all the poets did amazing. You closed it out uh, and did a, a fantastic job. Well, you and Ryan uh, closed it out. Um, so that was really cool. So I'm glad we're back. And I know we have a special guest as well as a special topic. So I'm going to hand the mic over to you. Okay. Um, well, I was actually hoping to do um, kind of a remake of last year when we did two episodes, Black Men, um, Why I Love You or Why I Love Black Men. And then the next segment for next week will be Why I Love Black Women. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so <laughs> I still want to touch on that topic, but I have talked about men for the last two. Not that I'm sick of it. I can talk about men for the rest of my life. I really could. Uh, write y'all love letters, too. But we might have to break it up 45-15 for the other part of the conversation that I feel is necessary. So, All right. You okay with that, Kente? I'm fine. Hope y'all okay with that, audience. That's Put do. one in the chat if you're not. Not just playing. Don't do that. I mean. <laughs> You can go play Scrabble if you're not okay with it. And so I introduce my brother, my ace boom coon, my homie, my sister from another mister, the one and only Columbus, Georgia counselor, Audrey B. Whitaker. Did you say <laughs> Audrey B. Whitaker? B. Whitaker? No, I said Audrey B. The Whitaker. Whitaker. Okay. The Whitaker. Hey. How is everyone? Great. Good. Awesome. How are you? I'm well. Your locks is looking lovely. Thank you. They're glowing like crazy right now. Yep. Your locks said they're not in a pandemic. It's the perfect recipe. <laughs> yeah, they they doing their own thing for sure. For shizzle. But hi everybody. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. <laughs> so, Audrey, can you tell us in all of your infinite wondrous ways why you love black men? Um, for me, um, and I see your nose and your mouth. Okay. <laughs> no, I was thinking, like, I was trying to get the words together, but for me. Um, you know, I grew up in a two-parent home. I grew up, my father being there. So that's what I saw. So that's what I expected. Um, you know, when you are a child, you typically, um, well, not typically, but that those are your first experiences with love, that love you receive from your father. Um, I will admit I am a daddy's girl. She is. Um, even to this day, um, I am still a daddy's girl. 
Um, so for me, I don't think it was ever a question. Like, not that I would not date out of my race necessarily, but because of what I saw um, growing up as as in my father, as in what my parents allowed me to see as far as their relationship as my parents, that was beautiful to me. That was what I wanted. So without a shadow of a doubt, that was what I was expecting to have. Now, as you have moved out of your childhood, <laughs> adulthood, yes. how has that evolved? Um, it's evolved, um, in the sense of, um, I mean, there is something besides the obvious, the attraction to a black man. Um, there's also the, the, the physical attraction, I guess I should say, Mm -hmm. um, in a black man, especially a chocolate one. I do have a preference each its own but um the physical attraction but the also attraction of having a similar struggle a similar um lifestyle um and i say that because i do have friends and co-workers and uh people that are in my life where they have dated interracially or they are dating or they're married interracially mm -hmm. And um, yes, there may be the physical attraction, but one struggle that they often share is not having A, a similar background, or B, that complete understanding of um, the struggle. And I don't want to say the struggle like to sound like, you know, um, the. Uh, like the like I don't want to sound like see the black man can't get ahead or da, da, da. like not like that, but there are struggles that some people won't understand unless you have endured or encountered mm -hmm. um being a part of this race. Yeah. And so that shared or that communal, I guess, um commonality of having a shared race also is attractive. Um wanting to share a lifetime, wanting to leave an inheritance for our children and help, you know, advance the race. I think, you know, a lot of people kind of walk on eggshells and I say this because I never really, I guess, thought about it, but there was a situation. I was a coworker at, at work and her daughter, um, she, the coworker was white. Her daughter married a black man. And she was like, you know, I don't think that I'm racist, but I am upset. And she said, well, let me ask you, you know, would you want, because my son was in high school at that time. He was like, she was like, well, would you want your son to marry a, a white person? And it was like, I'm be honest, no. I mean, he falls in love with who he falls in love with. Of course. But um, in all honesty, no, I wouldn't. So um, it's nothing wrong with if you go outside of your race, but I think it is something special and beautiful and, and magical with Black love. Like, I'm rooting for Black love. I love it. That's why you my friend. 
<laughs> Thank you for that. I didn't pay her to say any of that, I promise. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Kinsa, tell me why you love black men. <laughs> why do I love black men? Uh, <laughs> odd question. Uh, first, you love you love your late your late father, correct? That's true. Okay. You love your mother. So I can talk about it in a non-romantic sense. There you, there you go. go. There you go. That's what she meant. Okay. That's what I meant. Okay. No, For the people right. in the room, read the room. I am not insinuating anything about Kente's sexuality, even though all Black Lives Matter. Just all Black it. Lives Matter. So why, Kente, do you love Black men? Uh, I didn't. I didn't expect this question to be hailed at me, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, I mean, look, I love black people. So, um, as being a black person, uh, all of my life, uh, <laughs> I, uh, definitely have a kinship to my, my people and I've always want to see them do well. There's been so many roadblocks, uh, and isms that come in our way that, um, try to prevent us from achieving. And so one thing I love about our people and in this regard, black men is if you think about all the hurdles that are thrown in front of brothers, you know, uh, you, you can't be too masculine because that could be unsettling. You can't raise your voice. You, you know, you got, you know, uh, pull your pants up or whatever it is that they, they try to use to, to get us. Um, we're still here, right? We're still here. We're still strong we still innovate through uh art music through um through uh writing through politics through you think about all the things that black men have gone through for us to be here and part and the reason why i believe that black men um have been able to to weather all those storms is our relationship with our black women uh, mm. And uh, but since you asked me about the black man part of it, <laughs> uh, it's just you know we should be we should have been gone because there's other races of people that went through stuff mm -hmm. that are not really here or very few of them. Yes, yeah. Uh, and think about it, black people, black men have gone through uh, everything we've gone through, and we're still going strong. Resilience. Resilience, yes. Resilience, and you know, like I said, a lot—it's a lot of it comes from our black mothers, who nourish us at a very young age, and help us navigate through life. And um, so that's why I love black men. But you know, I can't talk about one without the other. <laughs> so I gotta—I gotta throw in black people. Period. But you know, brother yeah. people. Yeah. Well, I took a poll. Uh huh. Um, what was it? A week ago. Oh, okay. And I asked a question on my Facebook page, and I said, "Black women, what do you love about black men?" And then I said, "Black men, come listen," because sometimes we need to pour into each other. We need to remind yeah. each other why we are capping so hard for each other. Why we fill up our reservoir to flow something deeper not just surface level into each other. And so I had several people comment. One of them is actually in the chat room. 
Um, so I'm going to read a couple of them. They resonated. Actually, I'm going to read them all, but read a couple for right now. Um, a, a young lady said, um, I love their swag, their deep voices, their full lips, their chocolate skin, the shape of their body, the fact that we are already connected because we are Black. Another lady said, there's strength in their vulnerability. Their love is fierce and like no other. Another one said, I love how they look, how they make me feel safe, how they love, how we can relate, their big hearts, and that they love their families. And the last one for now, she put in all clapping caps. I love everything about Black. Yay. And so when we talk about like last year, we had many subtopics within why we love black men, you know, from their swag to their conversation, to their vulnerability, to their warrior spirit. But in the heart of everything that we're experiencing right now, the resolve of racial inequality and injustice um, and trying to level the equity of all of that. Um, we we show up for black men. We show up for them because no one else. Yeah, word. <clears throat> yeah. Can I can I ask a question to both of you? Of course you can. Um, you know, so black male swag has come up quite a bit, and I remember last time we did the show. I don't know if you remember this. There was a, a brother that was on um, Periscope, uh huh, and he like got all in his feelings about all the things that the sisters were saying. And then I saw what he, you know, I saw him on his Periscope and I kind of got why. Because uh, I'm no disrespect to that brother, but he, he was really swagless. And, uh, you know, like uh, he was a, uh, uh, how can I describe him without being like sounding mean? I can understand why he had it, you know, he, you know, because it didn't fit him, you know. Um, so my question to you is, can a brother get love? Does he only get, can he only get love if he fits these boxes that that are tribute to black guys? You know, the, does the brother have to have swag? Does he have to be able to, uh, you know, be all of these, you know, these cool things that, because you know, not every, you know, not every brother possesses those uh, abilities. Not everybody's as charming as me, or uh, you know, <laughs> or whatever, right? So, so is there any love, Shannon? I want to start with Shannon for the. <laughs> can a swagless black guy get some love? I don't even know if that's a real a real thing. Because I think there's levels to swag. I think there's there's a, a created I mean it might be low on the swag meter, mm -hmm. but I think there are levels to it. And I have never met a guy that didn't have a way that he carried himself. It may not be the status quo of swag or the DQ of swag, but he has some swag to him. It may be uniquely and intrinsically his own. Um, and I'm not falling for swag. I'm falling for character. So, yes. I mean, he, he got good character because that's, that's what I want to feed and nourish. Yeah. So. I second that motion. I think character and probably and I'm gonna be honest, um, you know, I turned 40 this year. So oh, wow. yeah, I know, right? But my whole concept of life 
everything is completely different. Um, when swag maybe was more of a deal breaker when I was younger, like right now I'm at the place, what is your character? What are you like when I'm watching? What are you like when I'm not watching? Because in essence, that's what character is, right? How you behave, how you interact when nobody's watching, when nobody's going to give you accolades. Like what, what is your character like? That's where I am. So, um, like I and Shannon and I and I have had several conversations where I am like there's there's no longer a box, I guess, for me. Um, so it's really gonna depend on the woman that you're dealing with, to be honest with you. Is she gonna be like in a certain box like what's old girl the whole hoopla last week like he can't work a nine to five he can't do this like if you if that's the kind of female you dealing with well then yeah you might be stuck like chuck but if you are dealing with someone who is um open-minded and more concerning your character than um you know your swag or what you can give me then um i mean you're you kind of have a open field yeah it can go any After direction this show audrey's uh dm are going to be filled with black <laughs> shooting a shot now like i told shannon i think i was telling shannon i got one more relationship in me and I'm holding on to that. Like, y'all remember playing Super Mario back in the day? And you got one, one life, life left. I got one life left. And I'm holding on to So the it. musician didn't work out? My last life. No, nothing worked wow. out. The musician? <laughs> I, got, I, got I remember that. And that's it. You do remember. You got a really good memory. Jiminy Cricket. A mess. Yeah. He be taking notes and referring to him for safekeeping when he come back. But that's that's good to take notes. Take so notes. Use them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I got so distracted because, and I have to say this out loud. So if you are watching this individual who just got in my DM, it ain't nothing but love. I know love lost, no hate gain. So a gentleman asked me. Why did I have to write all Black Lives Matter? Why does that have to be said? And why wasn't Black Lives Matter enough? Well, I'm glad you asked. Black Lives Matter is one thing. But when we have cisgendered Black men killing transgendered Black women, do they really all matter? Right. And so I posted that because we need to bring awareness to the things that we say and the things that we fight for and we cap so hard for because all black lives should matter. Not just the ones out of convenience mm-hmm. to us. So that's my two copper coins. If you watching, you ain't gotta like it. That's why they unfollow. I'm not the guy that DMs, but I will. Refer- That's why the unfollow button is so legit, I'm and not- the scroll on past is also imperative. But I do appreciate the person <laughs> because we're friends, and I love him, and I'm glad he asked. But that's for everybody else who didn't want to ask and just scrolled on past. That's why I said it. Who gonna check me, boo? 
Look, I, I'm not the person that she's referring to, but I'm going to just refrain from my comment about that. So moving on. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, but we have to have, there are a lot of hard conversations and miss this racial uproar that we have to be able yeah. to have conversations about. It's not just saying all Black Lives Matter. Now we're going to eventually have to come back to the table of why women don't feel protected by the men. That's another mm. conversation. And so I said all that to say, there are a lot of things that we're going to have to unpack in order to do this thing right. Because I believe what we're doing is legit out in the world. But if we don't get our relationships in check, we're going to have a lot of problems. Just saying. Yeah. Networks are having, Word. Networks are having issues today. Uh, T-Mobile. This show is not sponsored by uh, this episode. Is not sponsored by Stop. T-Mobile today. <laughs> yeah, but praise God. I mean, for real. Hilarious. This is sponsored by Ideal. <laughs> the water, the French. Audrey, your friend is silly. I mean, last week it was. That's how we are made. We built. We are. Shout outs to Nebraska. Okay, and I'm so always, I'm always uh talking very nicely about Nebraska. Don't no, he's not. Don't, don't listen. Go back to the last show. What he's talking about? We the Women's Protection Program state. Just real yes. disrespectful. Hey, come on. It's real disrespectful. Low key though. Come on, low key. We don't need. We don't need to defend. <laughs> like anybody that's around us know that we Honey. feel different. Our actions. I'm gonna just start saying the peasantry. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Peasantry. (laughs) How about that? Oh man. (laughs) How about that? Okay, so Mm -hmm. um, I lost my page. That's why I'm like, I gotta get back to it so I can finish reading some of these comments. I'll say what I love about black men, even though that was also in the comments. Share. Um, For me, um, the bigger part of why I love black men is their ability to be vulnerable, um, to allow you into that space where they trust you enough to share their innermost, darkest and deepest um, longings, dreams, secrets. Um, And they trust you enough that they know they can share this because you won't judge them or condemn them or claim it to be a weakness. Uh, Because men, ego and fragility and vulnerability in a relationship is very difficult. Especially when society mm-hmm. sees you one way and we're trying to see it in a culmination of our love and our our longevity with each other. Right. Um, I love a man's ability to command a room, regardless if he's going into the boardroom or the bedroom or any other room in between. Um, I love that they give so much of their time to so many different things, um, whether it be the children in their life, biological or like nieces and nephews, um, how they dote on their parents, particularly their mothers. Um, I just, I, I love the, the total package of the black man. It's not mm-hmm. discounted. It's not in a bargain bin. It is priceless. It is like the most expensive oil 
we come from such rich soil and seed. So I, I man, I, I package them up and honey. Where he at though? Death row. All right. Okay, oils. I like that. Yeah. Okay. You know, you you you're pretty good. You're a wordsmith, Shannon. Right. Yeah, you should try writing. Okay, I do a word. A word smith. You should try writing. I mean, I should, but I'm a little shy. You know, staring mm. my things down on paper is like my feelings. I, I'm an artist, and I'm very sensitive. You understand? Yeah. Can I can I ask a question about um, you guys' love of black men? Um, sure. You ladies, you know. Um, you ladies have been uh, adults for a, a while now. So I imagine your what you look for or what your talk tell me how about how your um love of black men have morphed over these years. Like um uh, as far as things that maybe you didn't see when you were younger that you appreciate more. Uh can you kind of talk about that? You want me to take the floor? Or you can. I will start because um, I'm going to tip out in a second. I do apologize. I'm at another event. But um, okay, so I kind of mentioned this before. Um, let's see. Like actual like relationships have changed for me today it would definitely be more okay one constant has always been um they have to have a personal relationship with god like that's non-negotiable that has been a constant over the years but that's partly because that's how i was raised and that was something that was instilled in me um but I can kind of tweak that a little bit because back in the day, it probably was, oh, he got to go to church. But now, you know, as a grown woman, I understand there's a difference in going to church and having a, a personal relationship um, with God. So that it for there, that in itself has kind of morphed. Um, he has to be a family oriented person. Um and that's something that I probably would not have. Life's experiences have caused me to say that's a non-negotiable. Um, I've grown up in a very close-knit family. And with my ex-husband, he did not. So he didn't grasp, he didn't understand, um, you know, that the necessity of family and how it was so important to me um, that would be one where it's like, you know, I, I need to know that you have that, that similar desire, um, similar goals as far as <clears throat> career. And I say that also through life experiences, because, um, I think Shannon and I both have said black women, we are natural, um, we're nurturers, but we're cheerleaders. But um, you can't 
like you could see into someone's potential, but you can't want it more than they want it for themselves. So when you're on two different wavelengths on that chapter, um, that caused friction. That would be something that for me, it would have to be um, a similar a similar goal. Um, I mean, just goals in general. Like, what is this? What are your goals for this thing? Like this, this, are we trying to sit in rocking chairs on the porch forever and look at our grandkids and hopefully great grandkids? Or are you like, what are you looking at? You, you have to have similar goals. And yes, you know, Bible says to be equally yoked, but we always stop at the equally yoked. Oh, okay. They got to have a relationship with God, but equally yoked should be with many aspects of life, whether it's career, whether it's your dreams, your goals, your desires. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to be at the same place um, because it might be where right now, you know, I'm right here and you're right there, but then you're going to be right here and then I'm going to be right there. But there has to be a similar drive. Um, As I said, you can't want it more than they want it for themselves. Um, I read something very interesting the other day where a guy, and it was a black guy, and he was saying his complaint with black women is because black women um, have all of this criteria, like he got to make this amount of money, he has to do this, he has to do that, how black women won't help a black man build himself up. But black women expect a black man to take a black woman at whatever place she's at. And I thought about it for a minute. And when you look at it from one perspective, and again, you have to think of the caliber of who you're dealing with. Yeah, that probably is the norm. Because in a lot of cases, you will see where some women will say, you know, this, 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 this. But then they living out of a shoebox and blah, 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 blah. But I can honestly say if you dealing with a real black woman, and I mean a real black woman, she's going to be your biggest cheerleader. She's going to, even if you're not where you need to be, if you understand you got a real black woman that's down for you, that has your back then yeah, you might not be where you need to be right now, but she's going to help you get there. She's going to have your back through thick and thin. And it should be, it should be mutual, vice versa. Um, if the shoe is on the other foot, it should be vice versa. So I guess in all of that, in a roundabout way, just my level mm-hmm. of maturity has changed. So my level of expectation has mm-hmm. changed. Okay. So those uh those nerds are gonna be in your DM DM. Man, make sure you got a good job, nerdy. Say it right now before you even walk away. Do not give them number. (laughs) (laughs) Man, listen, listen. I have matured. I'm 40 now. I don't do those things. You gotta do it once. You gotta do it once this year for old time sake. <laughs> <laughs> the lie. At my funeral. 
at my funeral, Shannon is going to stand up I and sure tell am. these folks about that situation. I sure am. Uh, I'm going to be sitting <laughs> in my urn like, dang. Look, I'm going to around this campfire. Let me tell y'all a story. <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny. All right. I won't. I promise. One more time, though. One time. I promise, Shannon. I'll slide you can give us a taste. How about that? Nope, won't do it. The redeemed creature. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Everybody, y'all heard this on this live today. <laughs> exactly. Y'all talking about me? Today. 935. You heard her say. Oh, for, those who don't, for, for those who don't know, back in the day, uh, Shannon and Audrey have known each other since what? Uh, our whole lives, all of my, all of my life since back she's day, over. Back in the day when Audrey uh, would meet a guy that she wasn't into, she would give Shannon's number instead of her own. Oh, my so, would always get calls from guys. That he That's why I had to change my number. Find my number to change. That is. And the thing is, is that it it was real shady, but it was so funny because they would always. Be like, no, you gave me your number. <laughs> I was like, like no, I didn't. No, I agree. Why you give out my number? No, that's hilarious. That's my hilarious, apologies. except for if you're one of those guys. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. like, for real. My bad. That's okay. I told her eventually I'm going to get her back. But it's going to be like one of them situations where the person I give her number to she gonna I know, right? She's gonna marry him. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna be like, I love him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you, thank you. You hooked me up. <laughs> Being a whole relationship, right? But okay, it is. That's funny. All right, so you want me to keep reading these? Yes, keep reading them. I might pop back in a little bit later, but you love too. you guys. Can Sorry, I, I see you. See you soon. And like, really. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, uh, real quick, I want to do a chat room shout out. We have in Facebook, uh, we have Norma. Uh, we all have Leland in the in Facebook. Uh, Janet Hare as well. She's been very vocal too. Hi. I get her, um, her her words in. Uh, and also in um, Get Vocal, we have Kiana who just came in. What's up, Kiana? We got to get you on one of these. Kiana, you got to come on one of these shows. It's been a while. You can sit in and share and tell us why you love black men if you feel so inclined. Uh, Maya, we have Tasha, we have Taylor. I haven't talked to Taylor in a while. What's up, Taylor? Uh, D is up in the house. What's up, D? Take your way. Luke, what's up, Luke? Uh, Luke. Dre and and uh, Ryan, of course. Hello, lovies. Hi, Dre, babe. All right. Okay, so back to what the lady said. Another lady said, and this is why I love black men. Uh, I love the deep voice, um, having men with the biggest hearts who are often misjudged because of their physique. Another lady said, I love their swagger. The fact that when they're at their absolute best, they are literally gods. The shared experiences, their touch, their resourcefulness, their strength their leadership. Like I said, when a black man is really focused on being the best he can be, living righteously and waking up to the world's BS, his godhood shines. 
Um, someone else said, the strength of a black man is forever unmatched in this world. And I will say amen and hallelujah to that. Um, and then another one said, I love their voices, their swagger, their strength, their melanin, their creativity, their intellect, their smell, their passion. And then she said, let me save some, let me save something for somebody else. Just in case somebody else want to add to the pot. Smell, wow. So, you like you, um, uh, you like uh like men's uh, smell. I like I like a good smell and aroma. Like there's nothing like hugging a man who smells good, who takes consideration to um pay attention to his own body chemistry and how that resonates with what cologne he uses, or even if he don't use cologne, what essential oils he uses. Or even what deodorant he uses, because our body chemistry and those things combined can have certain effects on people that they shouldn't be wearing. And some people you'd be like, yo, can I taste you and find out if that is a, you know where I'm going. Anywho, yes, I love a good smelling man. Yeah, I, I, read, like it. I read somewhere if you, um, if you wash regularly, women actually like that. So, um, you mean like take a bath or a shower? Yeah, I heard that. I read that somewhere. Yes, we do. There is nothing like it. The, just the, the idea that you sweat and it needs to be washed off. Yeah, that <laughs> that basic you know, need is essential. You know what's so crazy though? There's people who really believe don't believe in. Washing every day. Of course not. Of course not. No, I mean, like they believe it is like a not just they believe cultures that, that don't wash every day. Yeah, I get that. Like, of course not. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, you know, some people say you don't need to wash every day. The way I was walking home from my staff meeting, which was like a mile and a half away, because I needed some exercise. If I don't wash off the sun and the sweat, yeah. Listen, that's just not okay. Not that we went all the way on the tangent to the left, but yeah, that's just not oh, okay. Shout out to Monica in the chat as well as uh, LA Wade, who's in the uh, Facebook chat. Well, hello, ladies. Um, yeah, so I think it's easier said than done in terms of our love languages towards each other and saying it is one thing, but showing it is a whole nother thing. Um, and based on the last two conversations that we had, just from the two men who were on those shows, um, they felt that they were receiving that they were, they were, it was being shown to them and not just said to them. So, you know, are you feeling like you are receiving love from women? Um, just on any level, not necessarily romantic. You mean in this conversation that we're having today? I mean, you ain't got to feel it right now in this hour, but just in general, do you feel like women love you and value you and care about you? And you better not say not Shannon, because I'm be like, no, I, I do feel like that. I do feel like that. I I feel like uh, I feel like uh, my life. There's always been women. Uh, they're not necessarily our relatives, you know, who've shown me love and affection. And it doesn't always have to be romantic. 
I've I've felt love from women um, quite a bit. Uh, I've had some of my biggest cheerleaders have been women who were not who were friends and who weren't weren't necessarily romantic or family. So uh, I've definitely had love from black women specifically. So uh, yeah, I, I, I could say that hands down. Some of my my biggest cheerleaders um, ha have been black women who weren't tied to me romantically or uh, familial ties, which means a lot, you know, because you can tap out of that. You know, I can't tap out of, uh, I mean, we're going to be family. I may not have to, to see you, but we're always going to be family. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so when someone chooses you, you know, um, because there's something about you that, you know, they decide that should be in their life. That that means a lot. That that says a lot. If you really think about it, that's, you know, so like Audrey, she and she wasn't stuck with you. She chose you, right? Say that again. Last part. If she wasn't stuck with you. She chose you. Yeah. No. No. No one is stuck with me. Like you can ungorilla glue that concept and construct all together. You make a conscious choice to spend time with me or right. to invest in this relationship. And at any time you feel like you're not getting good things out of it. Well, well, Teddy is stuck with me. No, Teddy, as soon as he head off the door, <laughs> run off, he could do that too. Well, Teddy he also realizes that don't nobody give belly rubs like I do. Don't <laughs> nobody feed him like I do. Don't nobody take him to work like I do. Don't nobody take him out of town like I do. Don't nobody take him to church like I do. <laughs> He's the only dog I know who gets the Holy Ghost. So Teddy can run if he wants to. <laughs> he needs you to open his can of food. I mean, <laughs> I, I I will not be offended. I'll be like, that's one less expense I'm going to have. I don't know how it feels if <laughs> my dog said you know what i can do better by myself <laughs> i would probably i might take that to heart if my dog if my dog said you know what i'd rather be homeless <laughs> than be with you <laughs> you are so simple right now yeah that 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 might be a repudiation on you as a dog owner <laughs> i mean some people want to i mean dogs want to be free too i mean they may love us intrinsically because we're their owners or they're humans or whatever you want to identify as but I think if you let a dog run out, they would run. I mean, they may come back, but they would run. That freedom is good. Yeah. My but... dog runs every time. Like, that's why I have to put him on a leash. Yeah. Because but... I ain't going to chase him. I just, I'm, I don't have that energy. I, I, I expect if I'm taking care of my animal, they may run away, but they're going to come back. Yeah. I, I don't even want to test that theory. Is one, he's only five pounds, and two, he said, I, he said I run away at least once a day. Hilarious. I mean, I run away more than that if you can't go into the bathroom. I know, I know that you wanted to, um, there were some other things that you wanted to talk about before. No, I'm gonna table it because, like I said, when I posted that all Black Lives Matter, I got totally thrown off with this DM conversation, and this person has been DMing me since, and this whole agree to disagree. Let me just say this out loud because I want I want people to understand my heart and I want people to understand where I'm coming from and understand what I represent. And I probably think I would do a good job doing that on like my Sunday lives and even on this podcast. 
but I feel like I need to say it out loud one more time for the people in the back. So my life's purpose, my light work is to have black men and women, black men and black women come to the table of reckoning and build those redemptive and restorative relationships with each other. My point of reference is that I come from a black mother and a black father. Um, and that is important to me. What Audrey mentioned about black love being important, it is muy importante to me. However, comma, if we are not willing to come to the table and have this reckoning, if you will, have these deeper conversations, talk about the things that we think have hurt us in each other, we'll never heal, we'll never be whole, and we'll never have those restorative and redemptive relationships. So challenging some things right now in the midst of a racial war, if you will, and racial inequality and racial injustices is not to divide us further. It's to challenge us to have these really hard, honest, reflective questions within ourselves and with each other. If we are up in arms about all lives mattering because Black lives don't, then we need to get around the conversation that all Black lives matter when we have people who look like us murdering and i'm not talking about black on black crime so please don't hear me wrong murdering people who may look like them but their sexuality is different their gender identity is different and so i'm challenging that methodology of all lives mattering on that spectrum in the same manner that i'm challenging do all black lives matter We've got to be able to have those honest questions with each other. And me posting it on Facebook for a reason and a purpose because the things that have happened to us, for us, by us, and even from other people for us have happened out loud. So I'm not going to just have that conversation with me and Kente on the telephone because it's only going to reach Kente. I needed to reach other people and I need other people to sit in it and talk about it too. So... That's why God created me. I'm a feather ruffler, I suppose. My cousins call me little Angela Davis. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. Mm. Okay. Little Angela Davis, huh? Huh? Little Angela Davis, huh? I just... <laughs> I have suppressed this side of me. Like, I be trying to be all roses and <sighs> petunias and Vanilla candles and lavender incense, but it's like, yo, let's pull out the machete and go at it because I need you to hear me. You gonna hear me standing on your own two feet or you gonna hear me at your knees when I cut you from the bottom down? Pick a side. So yeah, Natasha, I'm a ruffle on, honey. Okay, I'm sorry. That was my soapbox. My two copper coins. You do not have to spend any of them. But what you see is what you get. All right. Can you say anything else you would like to add? Uh, no, I think this is an insightful show. Um, it's always good to praise each other and to show love to one another. And hopefully, well, is next week going to be Why We Love Black Women? Yes. All right. So, you know, 
So All you right. want to my plea now. Any black men who would like to come on the show, please let us know today. Thank you. Yeah. If you if you're a brother and you like black women, let us know and then we'll you know, we'll have you on the show to talk about your love. So uh oh what's up? C Will? C Will came in. I think C Will likes black women. I think he does. C Will. Long time. No C. C Will put one in the chat if you like black women. <laughs> if he don't do it, then y'all should just jump all on him. Look at that, he did it quick too. He was like, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you ain't getting me. But uh no, uh no, I think it'll be a great show. And you know, these things are so important in our community to have these dialogues. I really appreciate what Audrey had to say. Oh, Leah Brown is in the house. Hi, uh, Leah. So, I, I think roundtable discussions are important. I think we need to start having more of them. I think we need to take this show on the road. I mean, the ultimate goal, and I think we talked about it when we first started podcasting. My ultimate goal is to have roundtable discussions, to do what Jada Pinkett Smith was doing with or does with Red Table Talk. Like, we need to have restorative relationship conversations, heartfelt, vulnerable, introspection, just down and sometimes dirty conversations about what ails us and what keeps us alive because it, it's necessary. We need to heal some things. I agree. hundred percent. I know we were all over the place tonight, you guys. Yeah, we bear talk- with us. Bear with we, us. We, we, talk- are, we are unpacking our individual and our collective woes um, amidst all that's going on in the world and trying to feel for you know our own sanity um so bear with us do you, do you mind if i take a moment to do something a little bit off the uh off the beaten path mm-hmm. yeah can i ask you one quick question though sure of course so you remember how we used to have the introductory uh song music and all that before we would start our show and i used to be on there like right where that at because i'd be thinking about it every time we start and i'd be like i want to do my uh, you know what? I'll bring it back next next episode. Every time, every video, I would be doing the same thing on the intro. I need you to bring it back. Okay. Um, I do, Leah. I miss it so much. And I've been trying to not ask, but I was like, nope, you have not because you asked not. Uh, Leah, if you can, if you can come in after we close out, we're going to be closing out soon uh, for the after show. I, I do want to ask you some things about it. But um, no, okay, so this is what I wanted to do before we say goodbye. Um, I think it's very important that we, this is a community, right? Everybody agrees it's a community that we're all in. And I think it's very important that we all support each other in the ways that we can. I know that some of us, you know, uh, we can, sometimes we can't, times get hard or whatnot. And um, I really want to be part of that myself and hopefully get people to do it as well. And what I'm talking about is a lot of us, we have products such as books. You know what? Andre has a book. I don't even own it yet, but you know what? I want to buy his book tonight. I own it. You know what? And and I, I feel bad. Like I've known this brother. I haven't bought this guy's book. Right. And it just like crossed my mind. And I, you know, I buy books all the time. 
why can't you know i i i know this brother i should have his book you know and i know that this guy is a you know he's a, a terrific writer um also um shannon has multiple books as well i'm gonna buy her books as well um now i'm not quite sure who else has any books that are in our chat room if you have a book please put uh put it in the in here and then also if you have a cd because some of us do music if you have a movie or uh in the case of ryan ryan has a um has a uh gofundme that he's doing and uh, i'm going to support his gofundme as well but and i know not everybody's in a position to do that but you know what i want to do is give back to our community by supporting them as far as uh their books their cds and if i can't if you can't purchase one of our fellow community members uh wares then share it on your instagram or your facebook or your twitter or whatever that you're using so i want to i want to kind of do that um on some on our shows is highlight maybe maybe once an episode highlight um somebody's book in our community you know or somebody's gofundme campaign or whatever it is that you guys are trying to do or it may not even be where it's some money involved sometimes we'll be doing these things where you need votes right and it's like go to this website vote for uh, for me i'm up in this contest or whatever so i want to do i want to make sure that we all understand what everybody's doing and really support so um please put it in the chat room because i may not be aware of that what people have or not have or people have coming out or something like that and i want to make sure that myself that i support everybody in the group and i want to get everybody else to support as well because you know it's, it's just really important to do that and it's real easy to to not do it you know because you know we we in here we laugh we joke and then we go off and do our whatever our thing is and we just don't be, you know life kicks you in the butt but you know what instead of getting a couple of starbucks you know instead of uh lottery tickets you know get your boys mixtape or your your homegirls uh book or whatever it is you know um you know uh if you're able to do it do it if you know if not you know like i said share it just share it on your wall you know uh and even if it doesn't even have to be something that you're necessarily in to right like i don't like country music but if like if c will had a country album i'd buy it just to support the brother you know what i'm saying you know so it doesn't you know just the support alone you know it doesn't have to you don't have to be i don't have to be your thing you know what i'm saying so that's just all i'm saying about just support supporting each other so I, I just wanted to get that out there. So, um, but yeah, I think going forward, I want to every episode at that, near the end of the episode, just point out one of our, something that we're doing in our group. Go ahead. So my cash app is she, me, her 82. If you want to support me in my growing business, I'm about to do some big, big thing. I'm about to cuss. I'm about to do some big things. You know what? She, me, her 82. I love you dearly, Shannon, and I will support you. So. That's what you've been saying for I don't know how long, and I'm still waiting for some puppy support, some book I, purchases support. I put money on my dog's books. 
So, <laughs> so you know, he said it's like uh, do not believe the hype. Okay. He's like he he said it's like being in prison, uh, being at your house. So, so that's how I support. Leah, you. you might have to walk me through that because I'm I'm building the. I ain't gonna tell you all my business, but I've been working hard. Okay. Um, I've been working real hard on the the creative side of my business, getting some merch together. Um. And I'm really excited about what's about to come down the pipeline. So yeah, I'm I'm real excited. I see uh, Kedra as well. So is there anything uh, before we can go to the after show? Um, about to be on vacation for two weeks. Y'all don't even know how to act. Yeah, like Shannon on vacation. That's gonna be he's gonna be turning up, huh? Don't 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 uh come back like married you went to vegas or something no i'm gonna be like this at the house <laughs> that's what i'm gonna be like like legitly at somebody else's house in georgia <laughs> my own business uh-huh. shout out to yvette crocker the artist that's dope yeah for this uh-huh. mask i just wanted to put that on the show because i'm very happy even though I don't smoke, and I just noticed it was a smoke coming out of our mouth. I still love the mask. Yeah, that's dope. Man. That actually kind of fly. I Listen, guess who's about to have masks, yo? Yeah. I'm like, some of these fly, I mean, some of these uh, masks I be seeing, I'm like, dang, they're pretty cool. I got a few more of her art ones, but they're gifts for some other people. But I'm about to have masks. Oh, okay. That's what's up. All right. What's up? All right. So, uh, how can we get you social media and all that good stuff? Um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all the same name. Shannon Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. Um, you can catch me every Sunday around 9 p.m. ish on Facebook. I do a live. Um, I've been working on my refresher framework, so restorative and redemptive relationships. Um, and then sometimes I do a sporadic live during the week to kind of talk about other topics. Um, thank you, Natasha, for that. Thank you so much. She said my live was awesome. I appreciate it. Um, and then I'm here on Monday nights with Kente. Um, Set Apart Woman is coming back August 1st. I have been uh, trying to work out my lineup. Uh, uh-huh. because it's going to be like a Barbara Walters type idea where you have these one-on-one conversations with people about their lives. So y'all stay tuned. All right. You I will follow you on social media. You get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. And of course, you can get me at uh, indyradio.org. That's I-N-D-Y radio.org. You guys have a great rest of your week and God bless. Bye.